Have you ever absolutely panicked after you accidentally deleted a file on your computer? I know I have. It's not an issue if you've got CrashPlan Smart Recovery. Your files are just a few clicks away and can be restored in a snap. CrashPlan provides the best cloud backup solutions in the market. Visit CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. Now you can protect all your work with an unlimited backup and recovery solution. CrashPlan makes it simple to restore some or all of your data. And with unlimited version retention, CrashPlan can be your ultimate rewind button. Get unlimited computer backup for you or your business with CrashPlan Professional. CrashPlan backs up files that live on your computer and works with PC, Mac, and Linux. Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. So we're recording from the same room for the first time in like a year and a half. Oh, no. Hi. We did it one standing up like last week. Oh, yeah. I'm sure that one was fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> but today we wanted to come in and kind of talk a little bit about this live that we did a couple weeks ago in our Facebook community that went over really well and kind of got a lot of you thinking, but specifically a little bit updated version of that because we've been having some conversations with some of our students and some of our community members. And I think Abby and I are kind of seeing a common theme (laughs) in what people are talking about and what people are kind of getting butting up against in regards to where they're at and where they want to be in their business. And so if you need a little bit of a reality check, and if you need to use this time to kind of get drill sergeant hollered at to do something better in your business, then I think you're going to really like this episode. Yeah, I've noticed that there tends to be this thing happening. And that's been happening for a while Mm -hmm. now, where there is this trend where everyone tries to do the exact same strategy or the exact same like attack mode, like all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And so what I feel like keeps happening is because everyone starts to become more alike, our audiences are catching on and they're feeling like it's a marketing tactic and it's starting to feel icky and gross and weird. Mm -hmm. And so then you feel uncomfortable and you're not getting the sales you want and all of these things keep spiraling. And so I don't want to like tell you you need to be a hundred percent unique because I I disagree with that. Oh yeah, I disagree with that as well. Like definitely, like there's a balance of paying attention to the foundational aspects of what work for other businesses Mm -hmm. and copying and pasting very specific marketing strategies that people are telling you to do that are based in trend, based in hype, or based in kind of like stuff that kind of feels uncomfortable to you. One of the very specific things I want to bring up is I called out some spammers in our free community a couple of days ago. And I was just like, listen, I've been seeing a bunch of direct links to your stuff. I've been seeing the really long blog post of comments that read as spammy and not helpful. I've been seeing these requests for people to private message you and all of this stuff. And, and A, that's just not allowed. And it's clearly outlined in our rules. But like, you guys know that that doesn't work right. And we saw a bunch of people comment saying like, oh my gosh, thank you for calling this out. I think people don't realize that we see, we can read between the lines of what people are trying to do when they're kind of coming in here being like slimy, but like under a veil that they're being helpful. And someone said, 
We need to identify the mentor or the educator out there who's teaching people to go do this and like tell them how harmful it is. And so that's just one specific example. I'm sure you guys can think of five that you see or that you hate that you're seeing other people do or that you've even made the mistake of doing before. But on top of all of that, what I've been noticing in private one-on-one conversations that I've been having with people is that we are able sometimes to identify the thing that we wish we could get that we know could help us grow, right? I, for example, right? I just need to identify my pricing. Like I just need to get that figured out. I just need to get a clear idea on the thing that I can actually sell. I just need to know more examples of marketing so I can grow my audience. Like you're getting very specific on the thing that you know that's missing. I just need accountability, right? Because everyone says, and I've seen it happen where I can have a room full of people that are going to help me, or I can have businesses that are supporting me and, and my growth is impacted because of that support. So we say that we need all of these things and we can even sometimes call them out. But then when you are presented with a plethora of options, you literally don't do anything. Yeah. yeah. And I'm talking about free and paid options. I went on this rampage. This was like a year ago now. And I feel like I should bring this back up in the group. It is offensive to me as an online educator to work my ass off providing you guys free resources like our blog, free resources like the podcast free resources like a free training, right? Videos, opt-ins, whatever. And I literally give them to you on a shiny silver platter and you take them kind of like maybe through the very, very surface level of your eyeballs and brain. And then you actually don't take action on them. Mm -hmm. That is so frustrating. Oh, of course. Like I definitely think it's happening over and over and over again. But a lot of that, I feel like, comes from the fact that we're not the only ones serving small businesses online. What? (laughs) I know. (laughs) Like, you are getting bombarded with strategies and information and tactics and frameworks and blueprints. Oh, my. I know. Like, it's all over the place. Uh And so I get the overwhelm. But probably one of the best things I did for our business was I stopped paying attention. Yep. Well, and I think Mm -hmm. it's like, there's a line where you need to draw on the sand of, do I like learning from these people? and, And have I found results from them? If so, can you just freaking pause on everything else for a second and maybe only pay attention to one person at a time? And I'm not saying it has to be us, but if you're listening to this, like it might be us, right? Mm -hmm. But this is the mistake that we do. We are, we can sit here and say that we're bombarded with information all day long. I get it, right? Inbox, Facebook groups, Instagram. But at the end of the day, like whose choice is it to check in on those things? Oh yeah. Yours. Totally. Whose choice is it to open the email, to read and scroll Instagram, to follow in all the groups and feel like you have to mind map everyone's strategies to see which one's going to work for you. Mm -hmm. Or you can pump the brakes a second and decide, I like what this business is doing. I like how they're growing. I like what they stand for. I like who they've helped. And I've learned a couple of things. So I'm going to soak up everything they put out free and paid. 
and apply it to my own business. Mm -hmm. Again, I'm not saying it has to be us. I think that it should be and it could be, but I would love for you, even if it means cutting us, seriously, I would love for you to get super, super clear on who you're deciding to learn from so you can actually implement. And I think the thing I really, really want to get across with this is that it's not that the people teaching you things are innately bad or that no, no. or that these things can't work, especially things that come across as trendy. Right. But I've noticed when we stick to our guns about uh-huh. sticking to the basics of business and the yep. principles that have been around the longest and the most time tested We're principles like consistency guys, right. like it, this is not new no. <laughs> as opposed to, you know, like the day that IGTV came out, like I had a serious eye roll uh-huh, uh-huh, and I'm, same. I'm not saying that it can't work. Like 100%. that's not the point. Like you could rock it. You yep. could go to the top and yep. be seen by all these people. But I also know that it the likelihood of a trend dying uh-huh. is so high yep. that I would rather you stick to the the Proven, principles. Right. Yeah. The things that have been around the longest well, and, and get results. When you guys stopped everything, dropped everything and explored IGTV, did you not check your email? Did you not send an email? Did you not do the things that were already working in your business to give that thing attention? Are you even getting clients or customers from Instagram in the first place? And this thing just seems sexy. And maybe this is the thing that will solve all of my problems on Instagram. Mm -hmm. It's when we go to trends or strategies, old or new, but mostly new with this, oh, this is going to be the thing that's going to make a big difference. It will fail every single time, every single time. Because if you are not relying on traditional foundational marketing aspects of talking to your people, grassroots, hand-holding, in the sense of like when you're first growing your audience and getting like identifying your like knocking on door kind of style, right? Of getting people interested and hearing about what you're putting out there. If you don't rely on that first and foremost to build a solid foundation of something that people can buy with money, Mm-hmm. then like it doesn't matter what sexy new trend is going to happen because none of it's going to work anyways. Right. Now, here's the thing. All of that being said, like I feel like it feels like it could be counterintuitive. Like it's almost the opposite of what we just said. But all of that being said, even though I want you to pay attention to the basics, I also need you to know from the bottom of my heart that what you have done to get to this point in your business will not get you to where you want to be. Well, and specifically, here's how I really want to hone that message into you guys. Cause this is what I've been having a conversation with about with a lot of our own students, right? And a lot of our own audience members, they come to me and they say, Oh, I've been reading your blog for forever. I listen to every single podcast episode and I'm like, great, great, great. Like what actions have you taken? Hardly none. Right. Or they've taken a little bit because there's surface level, even if we get a little bit deep in some of these, I know that some of these episodes and some of our blog posts have been like huge game changers for you. And I love that. And I so appreciate the business owners who can take a tiny free resource and it drastically impacts the future of their business. Like 
that is the entire point, right? But you can only go so far with free resources. Mm -hmm. And so when I hear of our audience members who are like, oh my God, I read every blog post. Oh my God, I listen to every podcast episode. I want to know what actions are coming as a result of that. And more often than not, you're at a point where you've taken the action that you can on those things. Like you've done what you can with the free. You've done what you can with Googling the, you know, Pinterest techniques, right? You've done what you can when you've listened to us talk about, you know, packaging and identifying your offer, right? You've used that in the way that you should. But the problem is, is that you come to me and you say, but I want this now, but I'm ready to scale or pivot, but I'm ready for this kind of growth. But, but, but I'm still only just reading all your blog and all your podcast. And so I really want you to ask yourself, like, are you expecting up-level results from lower level strategies. And I don't mean lower level in an offensive way. It's my own stuff that I'm talking about. Or maybe I should say surface level strategies. Do you get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. No, for sure. I personally went through this big shift the first six months of the year. And I remember talking to Emily about like, who am I outside of work? Who am I? We both had these massive identity crises. Like, what am I doing with my life, basically? <laughs> and then a big part of it was feeling inadequate for the growth I wanted to see in my business. Yeah. And that was so scary because I was like, dude, do I even have it in me to right. Right. do the things that I need to do in order to make the goals happen mm-hmm. that I want to make happen? And I remember, I, I can't for the life of me remember who it is or what it's called, but that's irrelevant. <laughs> I was watching this video and this man was talking about these stepping stones you take in your business. And I remember feeling like he just hit the nail on the head with like, At each stage, Mm -hmm. you have to give up something so you can accept something else. And I was like, oh. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so the thing I personally had to give up was being the one like accepting the praise. And all of a sudden, I had to put that on my team. Mm -hmm. Now, for you, it may mean that you have to get to the point where you can accept praise. Right. And, but that's, I know that sounds weird and like very specific, but because I was holding on to that principle, I wasn't allowing my team to serve us Mm -hmm. in the way that it was actually bringing us a return. Mm -hmm. They were just doing tasks that got us by. Like Mm -hmm. quite literally, they were holding the business together Mm -hmm. so it wouldn't go backwards. Mm -hmm. But there was no growth. So I had to empower them and put them in Mm -hmm. the driver's seat a little bit. And that was scary. But for you, it may be jumping in the driver's seat. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and taking responsibility for your own growth. Yeah. I think that more oftentimes what I'm seeing is, you know, we talk about this as a, a lot, right? Throw out the excuses. You're saying this, you're saying that, right? But but truly, it's never been kind of like a such slap in the face to me from people that I'm trying to serve when they literally will write a sentence that could be on our freaking sales page for a program that we sell. I need insert all the things that we offer in this program. And I say, cool, have you heard about this program? And they're like, yeah, but I'm not ready for that. 
Okay, but you just said if you had this thing right here, that would be the key for you to grow. And that's different for everyone, right? Is it a game plan to identify what your MVP is, the, the getting clarity on your offer and getting it out there into the world so you can be making money? Is it a game plan on how you can market and nurture to your people? Is it a game plan on automation, scaling systems, right? What is it? Everyone is at a different point in their business and it comes either early, mid, late, it doesn't matter, right? But so you can sometimes identify what it is. And then when you're offered the solution, you don't take it because it's uncomfortable because you think that you can get up-level strategies from surface level resources. Mm -hmm. And that is just simply not true. The amount of time, money, money, (laughs) and people that we have invested in to up-level our business like if you would have told me this a year ago, what, who we would be hiring, how much we would be spending, what would we be doing? I would have like lost it. You'd be like, no, thanks. No, thanks. I'm out. Right. But every single one of us, no matter where your roadblock comes, if it's at your first $500 or $500,000, right, it's going to come and it's going to come often and it's going to come more than once. Mm-hmm. Whenever that happens, we think That if we just keep doing the things that got us to that position, to that point, at some point, things will change. At some point, things will shift. And it's just simply not true, not just for our business, not just for yours, but literally every single person's business. Want to learn exactly step-by-step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I've kept these details to myself for far too long. I'm ready to spill everything and give you the exact steps that help me generate tens of thousands of qualified leads and millions in low ticket digital product sales. I won't just show you what I did, but teach you how you can do it too. I'm talking not just how to create low ticket digital products, but also showing you how to use them strategically to generate leads for your other existing or future offers. I'm sharing it all at bossproject.com slash jumpstart, including exactly how I made $8,033 and generated 277 leads my very first month selling digital products. Find out more at bossproject.com slash jumpstart. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Get unparalleled access to job seekers with over 350 million unique monthly visitors globally, according to Indeed data, and an extended reach through Glassdoor. I love that Indeed makes it easy to hire because I'm busy enough already. When we've hired in the past, the process was full of unqualified applicants. With Indeed, we can target the right candidates for the right position. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. In the minute I've been talking to you, 23 hires were made on Indeed, according to Indeed data worldwide. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Just go to Indeed.com slash strategy hour right now and support our show by seeing you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash strategy hour. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Money issues are a common stressor in any relationship. Monarch Money is the top-rated personal finance app that can get you and your partner on the same page without any extra cost. Monarch has built-in collaboration features, so together you can see your finances, budget, and get insights on your cash flow. It's the easiest way to manage any household finances. I've tried other finance apps in the past, and they didn't work the way I wanted them to. 
I don't want to stress over finances. Monarch is the top rated all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. Create custom budgets, set goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. Monarch has a tool that allows you to easily import your data from Mint and keep all of your tags and categories. Monarch's simple, intuitive design makes it so easy to get set up, customize, and use. Monarch prioritizes my privacy, and they'll never sell my data to third parties. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it's the top-rated personal finance app. And right now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com strategy. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash strategy for your extended 30-day free trial. Now, here is the great, great thing. Great news for you is you can just rely on pancakes and you'll be it, good. Yeah. And and what I mean by like picking one person to learn from and, and seriously, I, I do hope that it's us because I do think that we have a lot to offer the creative entrepreneurial space and and small business growth and and people who need a mix of strategy, technique, therapy, laughter, boot camp style, all of that. Like we've got it, right? Is we have seen not only our own business, but literally hundreds and thousands of other businesses like yours go from idea to growth, to sustainability, to profit and hot mess, to scalability and ease. We've seen a lot of transitions happened. And what we've been able to identify out of that is a very specific order in which we and other small business owners have taken things in order to build a solid foundation for sustainability and growth. Because what's happening is that you are picking things out of the air to focus on and try to grow in your business when you're not even ready for them. Mm -hmm. You are identifying, quote, solutions, Mm -hmm. problem areas in your business that don't even need your attention right now. Mm -hmm. And it's so easy to do. I get it, right? Especially because we're learning from all of the people, right? And everyone has a contradicting viewpoint of how to get from here to there. And so if you can laser focus on this community, on this episode, on this method, it absolutely will provide clarity and take you places. Mm -hmm. Okay. So with this method, it's an eight step because it's pancakes more than one, right? Because no one just needs one pancake. You need pancakes. There's eight levels. Eight levels. It's like Super Mario on syrup. (laughs) (laughs) And the top is butter. So if you want to get to the butter, you have to climb the pancakes in order, right? And we've outlined the specific- And who can eat eight pancakes all at once? You just can't do it. It took us two years to eat eight pancakes, okay? So this isn't going to happen in a week in six months, in a quarter, right? This is what's called building a sustainable business. And a sustainable business isn't built in a year. No. It can be, the foundation can be started. Oh, And it can be headed towards that. And it can be intentionally built to do that. But that's what we all think that we want and that we're going to get within like a week of opening our Etsy shop. Well, and the sweet thing is like, even if you only get through the foundational things, that doesn't mean the profit is lacking. No, because guess what? We believe in profit first. A hundred percent. Like first, first. First, first. First, first. So let's go over what the pancakes method is in case you haven't heard about it. And I really want to call out where you're at 
right now (laughs) inside this method. And you will notice that it is not step one. That's not where you're at. And because you don't have step one or two. You skipped them. You skipped them. Which is just not healthy. That's a wobbly (laughs) stack of pancakes. (laughs) Okay. All right. So the P stands for pre-launch. So these are all the things you need to do in order to get your shiz out the door and see profit right away. Right. It's a lot of the clarifying questions about why you're even wanting to do something different. I've been having some conversations with our students and, and they'll say, you know, I have this job and then I have this side hustle and I really want this side hustle to do this. And I'll say, okay, cool. That sounds great. Why do you want that? Why do you want to focus on this business instead of your full-time job? And it takes them forever to answer because they have not identified why they're actually doing it. Mm -hmm. Outside of, I just want to make more money. Outside of those surface level things, it sounds fun. Someone told me I could, right? Why do you want to actually grow a business? And it is not until you identify those deep, deep, deep mindset layers of focus and clarity and why will you be able to actually build a business? Which brings us to A. Actually launch that shit. (laughs) I added some extra words on there. But this is when profit comes, right? Profit can't come until your head's in the right space, but it can come before everything else. And I need you to know that. Mm -hmm. Actually launch means having a product that costs people money that you offer them and then they buy it. Okay? So after you're actually making money, what happens? You nurture your people. Yeah. So this is your messaging, your storytelling, you writing captions on Instagram, you going live, you deciding to do a podcast, you blogging, all of your content, right? And if all of that sounds sexy and fun, it's because it is. It's sparkly. It's exciting to do those strategies. It's where a lot of social media comes in. It's also where the majority of the internet talks. Yes. A thousand percent. And so it should not be a surprise, especially if that description hit home for you, that this is where you're at. You're at in nurture and you're going to stay there if you do not do something different. Because you actually need to start over. Yep. I'm not saying you need to like burn it down. No, keep it and then refine. Build. You have to now build the foundation that your house is sitting on because it's floating and it cannot float forever because holding up a house in midair is exhausting. You're going to run out of content. You're going to run out of audience. Someone's just going to blow on it like like the big bad wolf and yep. it's going to fall We have over. all of the visual analogies for you today. <laughs> but I'm serious, guys. You guys will convince yourself because you are doing it because I've heard it time and time again that I need to leave this party to go write this blog post. Nurture. I need to spend hours on the weekend mapping out and later all of my Instagram content because I have to have three posts a day, all day, every day. Nurture. I need to figure out this new welcome sequence because that's the reason why no one's buying anything. Nurture. You haven't even figured your shit out. You will stay here because guess what? Content is never ending. Like the marketing of like creating new, that's literally what our society is built on. All new, all the time. So you can literally get stuck there forever if you do not have the foundation first. Because here's the thing that comes after. It is my favorite noise. Cha-ching! Cha-ching. And so we're talking about sustainable cha-chings, consistent cha-chings. You've already made money because you've already launched a product. Or yeah, a service. yeah, yeah. Okay. This isn't your first cha-ching. This is not your first cha-ching. This is your sustainable, potentially passive cha-ching. It might not be scaled yet, 
but it's happening a little bit more easy breezy than it was at the beginning. You like may not have to touch every yes. aspect yes. of it. Yes. Okay. You don't have to handhold people through the sale necessarily. Right. Right. So what happens after we come up from the breath of fresh air of consistent chichings? Well, I know no one is talking about no this. No one. Literally no one. I think we might be the first person on the planet to yep. talk about it outside of basketball. <laughs> outside of friends. Always, always, always pivot. Yep. The reason why... There's a lot of reasons, but I'll give you a couple. A, because you start with profit first and the thing that you can generally push out the door in a couple of days isn't the thing you actually want to build your lifelong dream business on. And some of you try to do the thing you want to do forever first, uh-huh. and then it fails uh-huh. miserably because you don't have a foundation. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then you-, you aren't ready. And then you convince yourself that you suck and all of those things. But another reason why always pivot should be always on top of your mind is because as creatives, especially the environment, the market, our audience is constantly changing. The thing that fuels us is constantly changing. The way that our lifestyle is, AKA the way that our business has to run because of our lifestyle is always changing. And the freedom in that only comes from pivoting. I just want to go freedom. Yeah. The ability mm-hmm. to stay at home more with your kids mm-hmm. or save for adoption or take extra sabbatical vacations or buy, build the bigger home, whatever it is, the freedom to say yes to those things, have your partner at home with you, get the new car, whatever only comes from a pivot. Now here's the cool thing. Cause we're past the pivot. Mm-hmm. Like I haven't even told Emily about all these things. <laughs> I don't think, but like I have three like long extended weekends that I was able to just plan on a pretty much a whim. And I don't have to worry that our business is going to suffer because of it, that we're not going to make the income we need to survive or to pay our bills. And I have the time and space to like work on other things, other things I'm excited about, other things that like refill me, spending time with people I love. Like, and that's so awesome because what comes after your pivot is focus. Yep. It's knowing your focus mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. setting things with intention. And this is really, really where the sustainability comes into yep. play. And this is where we have kind of slid back into. We have focus. We've pivoted in focus. We've done it once, right? And then we were doing further steps into the pancakes that we'll go over in just a second. And then we needed to pivot again, right? That's why it's always pivot because you're never done, right? Mm -hmm. You pivot after pivot after pivot, but each time gets better Mm -hmm. and provides you bigger results. Mm -hmm. The focus comes right after, if not like simultaneously at the tail end of that pivot, because here's what always happens. You go to pivot, you start to set up some of the things and we walk you through this entirely inside of our signature program. Like no one else teaches you how to pivot, but us, I guarantee that. What always happens is the universe is like, Poke, 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 poke. She's poking me. Yeah, I'm actually, you can't see it, but poke, poke, poke. Did you actually not want to serve these clients over here? Did you actually not want to sell that product anymore? Did you actually not want to do this? emails are uh-huh. the worst. Because uh-huh. here's, you know, a $20,000 client. Or here's like a giant wholesale order. Or here's this thing over here. And it's this laser focused sunglasses that literally blocks everything out that you have to put on in order to maintain the even up level pivot that you're going through at that time. You want another analogy? Yeah, I do. Always. <laughs> you like have to be the horse with blinders on. 
The horse with blinders. Have you not seen a horse with blinders? That's how they walk through crowds. So they can ignore all the people and just focus and walk straight. Oh, poor horsies. <laughs> no, I've not, literally never heard that term in my life. Also, horses terrify me. Well, so. for the the country folk. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, so you have to literally uh-huh. put those blinders on and walk straight and narrow and and focus so hard yep. and it's going to be so easy to have all these things come at you that are going to feel good yep. go write this book do this speaking event go make this product go sell this over here go work with this person and if it isn't in line with your new pivot you've got to say no okay but there are filters and systems that you can put those offers and those opportunities into that we walk you through um so you're not going in totally blind, right? Yeah. So after you're pivoting and you're focusing, we're setting up efficient automations. And I want you to notice how this is step seven and not step two. Mm -hmm. Okay. I want you making money before you have everything perfected in your business. And I know that (laughs) that probably goes against what everyone else is telling you. Set up those workflows, those systems, those processes. Girl, we love systems and processes. We have an entire program dedicated to helping you master that, right? But I only want you do, to do enough that gets you accomplished in your day and your weeks. So you can actually do the things that you say that you're going to do instead of setting up all of these fancy things. And more importantly, instead of hiring people to do the things that you should be doing in your business. More than likely, you don't need the fancy things until you've scaled to a point where your business can't function without them. Yep. Yep. And so... It's a little counterintuitive because they're like, oh, it'd be so great to have this robot go over here and do all these things for you. Whereas you actually need the input from the people and you need to see these things happen Mm -hmm. so that you have that really stern touch on what's going on inside your business. So that when you do get to this point, you're so clear on what does need automated Mm -hmm. and what you still need to have your eyeballs on. Yeah. Well, and what I always find funny is like people who are bragging on their systems and their workflows and their processes. And I'm like, yeah, cool. How many sales are actually getting to go through that? Because you're not focused on making money. You're focused on the easy, like, like sometimes setting up stuff like that is fun, like getting techie and getting like nerding out on all of those things. But if you're sending one client through that, you're wasting your time, Mm -hmm. period. So then the S of our pancakes, our multiple pancakes is... Squad goals. Yeah, girl. Some of you may or may not ever care to be at this level, Mm -hmm. want to be at this level, have any desire to be at this level, and that's totally fine. You can end at automations and your totes good. But if you want to have multiple pancakes on a small or large scale, doesn't matter. This is where this comes into play. We're talking about your core team, your outsourcing, your VAs, employees. It doesn't matter, right? It, How it's, to hire. Exactly. Every business is different for their needs, especially at different times. We fluctuated between like how big or small our team is and what roles we currently are offering. But this is the opportunity for you to be the CEO of your business again. This is the opportunity for you to strategize growth, visualize your business's future instead of just doing the doer task. And I feel like that on some level is where a lot of us want to be, whether we want to admit it or not, because sometimes that sounds, you know, out of our reach and out of our like, but it's just this small thing and I don't ever want it to be this massive thing. It doesn't have to be massive for you to have a squad. 
But the squad isn't needed right now for a lot of you. Mm -hmm. So this is going to feel like a lot of information. And I get that. But we want to help you focus. We want to help you get this roadmap so that you can follow it, so that you can see growth in your business, so that you can have that foundation. So your business isn't just going to flop over sideways because you forgot the first couple steps. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We want to help lay this all out for you. And we put together the most epic free Mm -hmm. training we've ever done. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be so great because we're going to walk through not only these eight steps in more detail, Mm -hmm. but we are going to give you the top three mistakes that we see businesses making all the time and how you can avoid them completely. Mm -hmm. AKA like what to be doing instead, like literally calling you out for your doing this and here's why it's wrong. And here's what you should be doing instead. Mm-hmm. So it's calling you out for your bullshit and then providing you a new game plan for the future. Yeah. Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our creative template shop membership. With thousands of easy to customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics. We make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com. Hey, a few quick favors before you leave. I'd love if you'd share today's episode, send it to a friend who needs to hear it and post on social. You can show us where you're listening from, your favorite takeaway, or why someone else should listen. Be sure to tag me at Abigail Says and at Boss Project so we can share it. Okay, second favor, to get podcast updates and all the behind the scenes news from Boss Project, I'd love if you join my VIP list. Just head to bossproject.com slash sign up to make sure I have all your contact details. Really love this show? It would mean so much to me if you'd leave a rating and review. It not only helps more listeners find the show, but allows us to bring on quality sponsors so we can keep bringing you this valuable content for free. Thanks so much for listening. Until next time.